mother with the helmet on. You didn't know they had Texans named Labonte, did you? I didn't know they had Texans. They'd been doing a lot of short track racing, and, and their daddy and all of them had really, uh, and Bobby, Labonte, and all of them put in a, a, a real good effort about everything. They both turned into great race drivers. But, uh, yeah, he loves, he wants to come on the show. He loves Darlington, and he's old school. He is old school. Now, did he win two championships? Yes, sir. He, he won. Won, he's got the record for winning championships the farthest apart. He won championships 12 years apart. He won it with, uh, well, Dale, now I'm not looking at my notes right Dale now. Dale Inman. He won it with Dale Inman, but he won his, um, well, I'm going to have to look at my notes here to tell exactly the year, but it was 12 years apart. I know that. No, yeah, he, he won it with Dale Inman, and then he won it with uh, Rick Hendrick in the Kellogg's Cornflakes car. Yeah. Which is uh, big in my family. And, uh, Alan, you've got kind of connection here with your brother that worked for Junior Johnson all those years. Uh, Terry was there when uh, they were together with Junior. Yeah, Mike texted me last night. We don't know who was going to have on the show. And I told him, Terry Labonte, and he texted me back. He said, of all the drivers that drove for Junior, he kind of liked Terry the best because he was just kind of laid back. Just uh, wouldn't kind of get excited. You know, kind of like, uh, you know, David Pearson was that kind of way, wasn't he? He just... Yeah, that's what... Quiet, but got the job done. That's it. Pearson, Pearson can go out there and cut a lap and sit on the pole at Charlotte, Dover, anywhere, in just about any car uh, when he was in his prime. And he proved it. He sat on pole in his own car one time. Just, he just got a knack for that. he just get out and be casual he, and just walk down the pit road. Oh, he just, he's just a natural. Well, let me say something here before we have to go to our first commercial break in a couple of minutes. And I really, I, I, I tried to get some direction on this late yesterday from, um, you know, we had Joe Delaney in here last week, who was, uh, um, his brother Ryan owns this radio station and knows a lot about what's going on. And Ryan Clary, who is one of the owners of this radio station, who uh, um, knows a, a whole lot about what's going on. And I got a text late Thursday night from Ryan Clary um, that and, and I really I, I don't have much information and I don't think I'm letting the cat out of the bag. I, that's what I asked Joe yesterday is can I talk about this but I really don't know much to talk about other than we are going to be we being this radio station um, and I don't know in what form it's going to be The probably if I had to guess I would say Fox Sports Spartanburg maybe but um going to be on the quarter panel of Jeremy Clement's car for not today. Not uh, yeah, today they race at twelve thirty. Not today, but starting next week at Bristol and then Talladega and then Charlotte. And and I didn't get real clear on it, but I, I think maybe for the rest of the year. But anyway, um, this radio station is going to have a presence on a Xfinity car. Uh, very That's fantastic. It, it is fantastic. I, mean, I, I still don't believe it. I mean, <laughs> I believe I'm kind, I've been it. in shock since you called me and told me some of this stuff. Yeah, and I, and I think uh, from what Ryan Clary texted me this week. Now, see, he may have already talked about this for an hour. I don't have any idea how much uh, he's already been on the air about this. So, But for me, I'm just sort of shooting from the hip and telling you all I know. And that is that today at Darlington, and that race is at 1230, uh, Jeremy Clements has a sticker on the car. 
So uh, sticker this week and then quarter panels the next three weeks. And then I'm not sure if Joe Delaney told me that they're going to be on the car for the rest of the year or not. But anyway, we know we're going to presence that we ought to, we ought to get some camera time. I think that's the whole idea is to get on camera. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and of course, Jeremy is on the bubble. He's 32 points right. out of 12th place, which will get him in the chase. Also, a win would get him in the chase. But uh, he is starting 13th today. And his uh, adversary, so to speak, the man he's trying to catch, um, Brandon Brown, I think is his name, is... Um, Starting 17th, if I'm not mistaken. But, you know, Darlington's a 200-mile race and anything can happen. So, and all those cliches. So, there's um, Darlington and Bristol and Talladega and the Roval at Charlotte. And those four races, uh, Jeremy needs to make up 32 points to get in. So, he missed a golden opportunity at Daytona. Uh, so we, and, and he had that last lap crash at, uh, Road America. So, you know, he's had some good chances that have ended up in a loss of a few points. Yeah, right at the last race. Right at the last of the race. So let's see what he can do today. That race is at 1230 and we'll get into it a little bit more later, but that's pretty much all you need to know about it. And, uh, we're just looking forward to, uh, see if Jeremy can have better luck than uh, Jimmy Johnson did about squeezing into into this chase. So the chase starts at Darlington for the big guys, for the cup cars, and that's uh, 10 races, and that's today. Starts uh, actually tomorrow, the Southern 500. And then um, for the Xfinity cars, it's only the last seven races. And they narrow it down from 12 to 8 after the first three races, and then they narrow it from uh, 8 to 4 for the last race. Uh, they narrow it down during the, the next three races, and then the last race, you've got four drivers battling it out for the championship. So it's slightly different than it is for the cup guys. And um, that's an exciting time. It is. And you know, I was talking to somebody again the other day, and they said, well, uh, well, be honest with you, uh, when we left, I had, had a doctor's appointment I had to make, and me and Burl, he, he carried me over there because... He's a real good caregiver. And uh, we were the last appointment that Dr. Robson had on Friday. So when we got done with there, we went over there to Applebee's. And uh, You went to Applebee's without me? Well, apparently. <laughs> That's okay. That's all right. I was hoping. Well, I guess what I could have done is called you in advance. No, no, no. I, I, but I we, we kind of playing it by ear, too. I so. was running errands. I couldn't have done it. But. Uh, somebody brought up the point that they just can't seem to get in it because there's no fans there. And You mean get into the racing? Yeah, talking about the racing. Well, yeah. Well, for some reason, and this was a woman that was giving this response. No, it wasn't Natalie or anything, but somebody just was responding to the fact that the races have been... They've had some pretty good races. They've been real good races. Most, real good races. For the most part. Uh, Scott Cooper said that. Uh, Greg, we're going to have to take a break here. I, I hate to I cut know, you off I in know. the middle of it, but we're like a minute late, and I want to get to Terry Labonte and not cut into his time. That's right. Because then we'll have uh, Nelson. But let's take a break right now, and we're going to come back, and uh, and uh, we'll have, now, we'll have um, Terry Labonte, 
and I can't wait to talk to him. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Want to talk racing with the guys? Call the Sign Force Hotline now at 864 468 1400. Start Your Engine returns in a moment on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, plant day. Seventy years. How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, plant day. Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a plant day? Call it. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Now say this out loud as you're driving around in your car. Fox Sports 1400 has Dan Patrick and Colin Cowherd back to back. Dan Patrick at 9, Colin Cowherd at noon. You hit the nail on the head. This is Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. Man, I need a new car, but I have no idea where to look. Have you tried Impex Pre-Owned at Bowling Springs? Pre-Owned? I'm not looking for something with lots of mileage on it. That's why you need to go to Impex Pre-Owned, because they have a huge selection of new model cars and trucks with low mileage. Well, that sounds great, but i got to stick to my budget. And that's another reason why you need to check out Impex Pre-Owned. New model cars with low mileage at thousands less than you'll find anywhere else. Call Yvette today at 864-327-9297 or check out ImpexPreOwned.com. Impex Pre-Owned. Quality used cars made easy. Get ready for a slam dunk during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan. It's Markdown Madness. And you'll score big with huge savings and low payments on all your favorite Nissan models. Get in the zone in an all-new 2020 Nissan Sentra for only $129 per month. Take your pick. You can drive a 2020 Nissan Altima or Rogue for only $199 per month. Or score a new Titan pickup and save up to 30% off. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Bench those high payments and slam dunk on savings during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Are you sick of all the cookie-cutter, boring barbershops? If so, you need to visit the Ironsburg Barber Company in Hillcrest Shopping Center. At the Ironsburg Barber Company, professionalism and customer service is their top priority. Owner A.J. West makes sure that every customer gets exactly the haircut they want when they sit in his chair. So if you want to get your hair cut like you like it and in a fun, man-cave-like environment, then give A.J. a call at 864-466-5289. The Ironsburg Barber Company offers military and first responder discounts, and everyone is always welcome, even Clemson fans. First-time visitors mention this ad and get $5 off. Call for an appointment today at 466-5289. Hi, this is your host, Perry Allen Wood. For the latest in auto racing, join us for Start Your Engines, Saturday mornings at 10, here on Fox Sports 1400 and 98.3 FM. 
And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. And it's my great pleasure to welcome to the show NASCAR Hall of Fame member, two-time Southern, uh, well, two-time Southern 500 winner, two-time Winston Cup champion, and a whole bunch of other stuff that we'd need a longer show to tell you about, Terry Labonte. Good morning, Terry. Good morning. How y'all doing? We're doing great. Well, Terry, we just appreciate to get you on the phone because, like I say, we got Darnton coming up and uh, you got Darnton wrote all over you from the first time you showed up to the last <laughs> time you, you, you left. Uh, and of all places, uh, what I've often wondered is is whose decision was it to make your first race be at Darnton? I mean, was that something Hagen done or whatever? I can't. That, that was that was that was Billy Hagen's decision, yeah. and uh, what happened was we were going to run. You know, we were going to run five races in 1978, and uh, he called me. He said, "Okay, hey, we're going to go. Uh, we're going to go to Darlington first. And I said, "Well, Billy, I was uh, I was thinking more like maybe Martinsville or North Wilkesboro. <laughs> Are we going to go there too? But we're going to go to Darlington first. I said, "Okay, so that's where we went. <laughs> well, it worked out real good because you finished fourth. A strong. We did, and uh, man, I, that was uh, that was a, a long, hot afternoon. I think the longest race that I had ever run before was like a two hundred lapper on a half mile track, and uh, so to go and run a, a five hundred mile race, and it was gosh, it's Darlington, you know, it's uh, Labor Day weekend was always uh, usually pretty warm, and uh, and and I I never will forget it. It was like man, I, I you know, I was, this is really something that you. Just, dream about doing a race in a NASCAR and be able to run my first race down there. And and I kept looking at this. I looked at the scoreboard a few times there. I thought, I didn't think this race was going to ever end. It just went forever. <laughs> and, uh, I know it. and I never thought about looking at my car number up there. And uh, probably a good thing I didn't. Uh, so I was just looking to see how many laps were left. But uh, gosh, it seemed like it race went all lasted all afternoon. Terry, I was at that race. Uh, well, yeah, I was at that race and I was there in 1980. And of course, me and my gang of cutthroats sat down in the first turn and uh, and had camped out and everything and I will never forget as long as I live Frank Warren blowing that engine and this is in 1980 and you could see the oil on the track from where we were sitting on the infield and I said well the first bunch of cars that come through here are going to crash and they did it was Pearson and uh, um, I think uh Benny Parsons and Benny, Benny Parsons and Earnhardt yeah. maybe, and then a couple of lap cars got through, which was Bonnet and the Wood Brothers and and Allison and Bud's, Bud right. Moore's car, and then you came along and made it. And I said, "That son of a gun's going to win the yeah. race if he can catch Pearson." Yeah, that's right. I've, evidently, you know, I know Neil. I was Neil went through there, and uh, and I did, and uh, I. I we didn't hit no one. I, I, evidently, I drove the wrong line or something. But uh, so uh, you we went above it. I, wa- I watched the replay shot. last night just to make sure I, I remembered it correctly. But and uh-huh. then and then at the finish line, you pulled out. I mean, you were right behind Pearson, whose car was smoking and beat up, and got him by about half a fender to win the race. It was incredible. Yeah, I knew it was. Uh, I came through three and four just perfect, which is now one and two, but used to be three and four. And uh-huh. I just came through there perfect and and. Uh, and caught caught David there, and uh, and you know beat him to the line, and it was for the caution and the white flag. And so it was, you know, basically it was over at that point. But uh, 
What a uh, what an exciting place! Darlington has always been one of my favorite uh, favorite tracks for sure, and uh, it seems like I always did pretty good in the Southern Five Hundred. The spring race I never did that great in, but uh, for some reason, the, maybe it was a temperature or something. But uh, <laughs> I really always enjoyed the Southern Five Hundred. It was just a great event, and, uh, and of course, I won my last race down there. But uh, well, you was... know, at the time, I didn't realize it was going to be my last. I didn't realize it was going to be my last win. But uh, but uh, what a great place to. Uh, to uh, be able to win your first race and your last race and run your first race, that so it's really cool. Yeah, and made a big impression on all three of them. But uh, Terry, uh, we, we only got a limited amount of time. But when you was over in Texas and your daddy and Bobby and everything, I mean, what were y'all running? Short tracks, uh, late models. Uh, I never did know exactly. What yeah, of course. I, yeah, I, I, of course. I started out running like a. Um, a limited car, you know, it's a '57 Chevy, and, uh, and we ran that in Corpus Christi there at the asphalt track, and then at the dirt track also. And we were like the only people in town that would run both tracks. We'd run the dirt track and the asphalt track. You had the dirt track guys, and you had the asphalt guys, and we'd run both of them. And uh, so we'd run one one night, and one run the other one the other night, and they'd walk work all day, get the car switched over to go to run asphalt after the dirt track. And uh, and then we built a light model, uh, a Camaro, and we built it to run. We ran both again, both the dirt track and asphalt. And then we uh, we started racing in in Houston and San Antonio with our with our light model, and uh, and that's where I met Billy Hagen. And he gave me started sponsoring my light model down there in South Texas, and then gave me the opportunity to move to North Carolina and and drive his Cup car. So it's kind of a crazy story you know one of those deals you being in the right place at the right time and meeting the right people terry i want to get back just, just a great for, opportunity yeah I, I want to get back just for a second to 2003 when you won that last southern 500 because um i wasn't at that race but i was watching it on tv and then i, I rewatched it a little bit last night on youtube but it was so fantastic when you won that race and you didn't do burnout. You didn't do donuts or anything. You took it straight to Victory Lane. And I remember whoever it was that interviewed you in there, Jim Lampley or somebody, or it might have been Chris Economaki. But anyway, they asked you if you had a, if you ever had a point where you thought you'd never win another race because you'd sort of had a drought. And you went, "Oh yeah," and I always yeah. that always tickled me the way you said that because uh, um, it was such a fantastic way. And that was the last uh, Southern Five Hundred on Labor Day. It really was, and yeah, it was. That's correct, and uh, it was a perfect, perfect Southern Five Hundred on Labor Day because it was a hundred degrees. I mean, it was hot, and uh, <laughs> we've and been down there for It was just perfect Darlington weekend. It was a perfect Darlington weekend, and uh, and we were able to win the race. We had a great pit stop at the end, and our, our car was fast all day. I think we qualified like third, and just ran ran up in the top, you know, five or six for the most most of the day. I think so. It just uh, was a, a great, uh, great afternoon for us. Terry, the third member of our crew here is Alan Hill, and uh, I think you probably know his brother Mike Hill from Junior Johnson. Yep. Ju- uh, yeah, Terry. that's correct. Yep. Yep. Mike said uh, last night. He said, "Use of all the drivers up there at Juniors, that you's uh, one of his favorite drivers that come through up there at Juniors." He said. Uh, he said everybody didn't realize it that while you was there, that Junior went from Chevrolet to Ford, and you kind of got the short end of the stick there for a little while. Yeah, we hit, it, it, it was that was a big change, and uh, you know it. 
it kind of set us back just a little bit because, you know, that's kind of a learning curve going from Chevy to Ford with the engine builders. And, uh, you know, some of them were great. And then other times we had some failures and things like that. But uh, we also went from uh, rear steer cars to front steer cars, which back then both people, you know, people had both of them. And so that was like a little change. Everything we did was, was a big change. But uh, uh, anyway, but yeah, Mike was a big part of that team for, for a long time up there. And I enjoyed driving for those guys. There were a lot of good guys that worked up there at juniors. Uh, it was uh, back then, you know, it was, it was just a lot different than it is today. And uh, you had some really uh, characters that owned the cars and, and, you know, some different people that worked on them. And it was just, I don't know, it was just a lot different. It wasn't, wasn't near as much pressure back then as there is today. And, but uh, just, just different. Well, I've, I've got dirt racing in my blood down here. And, uh, I know you associated with this Longhorn chassis that's out here in these dirt tracks. Yeah, my brother and my uh, uh, my son and I uh, own that, and uh, we we build those cars out of our old bush shop. And uh, when we used to run our bush cars, and so we we uh, do that. Justin runs the deal, and uh, Justin's done a really good job. Right now, we've got Tim McCready that races out of our shop, and uh, he's done done very well. And uh, so it's been it's fun. It's still my connection to racing. So I know a lot of these guys that drive our cars, and so I follow them, you know, every weekend uh, to see how they did. And so it's kind of like having a multi car team, I guess. But it's uh, it's a lot of the dirt racing. It's just I love it. It's it's really. I wish I could do it. You know, I just <laughs> I go and watch. You probably could. Like, if I wish you I could tried. do that, but. Uh, I think I, I think I'm too old to learn, but uh, but and they always every time they go test, they say, "Hey, come on, man, grab you, grab your stuff, go with us." And I said, "Where y'all going?" They'll tell me. I said, "Does that track have a wall around the outside?" They said, "Yeah." I said, "I can't go." <laughs> <laughs> I don't wonder it doesn't have a wall. <laughs> well, uh, but, sometimes them walls keeps you inside the racetrack. But, that's right, yeah. <laughs> but I've got uh, I've got about three limited sportsman cars down here, and uh, if you decide you want to come to Cherokee Speedway, you just let me know, and I'll have one sitting on pit road for you. In a, <laughs> a good way, yeah. Dude, Terry. Yeah, he he only won he uh, he picks and chooses, and uh, last week he couldn't be on the show because he was working on the car, and then he, as he puts it, uh, he fooled around and won the race. So uh, Alan wins just about every week. Well, uh, driver, awesome. we went to practice on Friday night, and you know how drivers are. He looked at me and said, motor feels a little weak. I said, oh, God, here's all night, stand up, changing motors, got another motor in, went back over next week. I mean, next next night, he kind of, oh, yes, and feels better. I started to tell him I really didn't change motors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah bump no time about a half yeah. degree. Yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, take, a, take a hammer and screwdriver. Clean it up. Knock time up a little some, bit. Put some prettier valve yeah. covers on it. Terry, you, um, of course, were inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and nobody deserves it more than you do in, uh, in 2016. How has that affected your life? You have a lot of... A lot of um, extracurricular things you have to do and and uh and shows and things like um, that take up a lot no, of time not really I, you know i no i did that that year that when the induction was and there were a lot of things uh, that kind of went along with with that but what a great honor to be inducted to the nascar hall of fame and i look in there and i see all those people that are in there and i'm like man am i really in this group of, of guys that i looked up to and really you know a lot of them were my heroes growing up and uh 
kind of makes you feel almost like a little, uh, I don't know, I, I'm really grateful, but it almost feels like it's, I'm out of place, you know, because out you'll never place. put yourself on the same level that, that your heroes are, you know. I always look up to my heroes, and they're still my heroes. And you always, your heroes are always on a different level than you are, I think. And so I still, uh, uh, I don't know, I just, it's, I'm, we're very thankful that I'm in the Hall of Fame. Well, two-time still, champion in all the wins that you've I, I got. I don't ever think I'm as I don't ever I will never think I'm as good as my heroes were. You know. Well, that's a that's a very humble way to put it. But uh, I tell you what, you, you do deserve it. And, and as far as being too old to run dirt tracks, and speaking of the Hall of Fame, we had Red Farmer on about a month ago after he got uh, nominated or got elected into the Hall of Fame, and he was. Um, it was a Saturday morning, just the same time we're talking to you, and he was working on his dirt track car because he directed in a heat race the night before. And he's, I don't know, we figure he's in his late eighties or early nineties, so uh, you know it's not too late to get out there. You, you know, I don't think anybody even knows how old he is. I don't know if he does. I mean, he's just <laughs> I probably don't. I don't think he does. Yeah, I know Bobby Allison claims he's older than he really is, but but I mean, he claims Red Farmer's older than Red claims he is. So. But he is uh, amazing, and he just, man, he's, he's the energizer, energizer bunny guy there for sure. <laughs> he just keeps going, you know. Well, he's uh, he's still out there digging, and I tell you what, I'm going to tell you one other thing, too. Yeah. We, we had your brother Bobby on a, a little while back and uh, this year, and uh, we play a commercial. It's a public service announcement on this station all the time about boating safety with you and your brother uh, Bobby and Justin. And um, it's, it's like you're a member of this radio station that you uh, that you're on uh, as often as you are anyway. Yeah, we did that commercial several years ago, and and they're still playing it. <laughs> yeah, we play it like all the time. So, oh, yeah. Uh, but um, right, right, uh, right. It's uh, I tell you, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. We've had you on. I don't think we had you on last year. We had you on the year before, and. Uh, Greg was getting kind of antsy that we couldn't get you, uh, he couldn't get you on the phone, so he messed around and got Linda Vaughn, but he put her on at 11 o'clock, uh, so, uh, in case you did call in, and, and we're so glad you did, because 1020 is where we put our, 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 our legend on, and, um, of course, she's a legend as well, but we're just so glad you got back in touch oh, with Greg. Yeah, I gotta but, tell you a quick story. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. My father-in-law, my, my father-in-law came to, uh, uh, the Daytona 500 one year that I, when I first got started. I don't remember if it was the first year or the second year I ran the Daytona 500. My father-in-law came out there from Corpus Christi, and he had a, a camera. You know, it's back before he had digital cameras, and he had a camera and stuff. And Man, he took all kinds of pictures, and and um, he got home and and uh, got his pictures developed. And my, uh, my mother-in-law said that, yeah, she said... About half of his pictures were of Linda Bond. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, she made quite an impression on him. Yeah, that was his, that was about his favorite part of the trip. I think get take get to take her picture. So, well, she's, she she's, was uh, quite a uh, quite a uh, celebrity, you know. Yeah. And uh, in the trophy girl world, there, so she was she did a good job there for a long time. But anyway, uh, she was uh, she was remarkable. And I always remember Ned Jarrett saying, you know, Ned oh, won at Long Hard Race in 1965. And I think Linda and uh, Miss Other 500 kissed him on the cheek. And he said that, uh, what was his wife's name? 
Uh, I can't remember. Anyway. Ethel she or would, something. Yeah. Martha, Evelyn. Martha. 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 That's Martha, right. Martha. He said Martha, Martha. wouldn't talk yeah, to Martha. me for a week <laughs> because he got kissed. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, that was a Southern 500 as well. That's right. Yeah. Oh, and one other thing. Terry, I have to admit. Now, he already had a super thing going. And I don't blame you, but we did have a real good deal set up for him. I think it was like in 95, 96, somewhere along in there. And uh, I knew that him and the Hagen thing was going away, you know, because Hagen then got older and he, he'd fallen by technology worse than me and Bud. But but we did have him a, a real good a real good deal set up, and I think it would have worked great. But he had also a super-duper good deal from Rick Hendricks. And uh, Terry basically just said, said, I know I get in y'all's car and run and win some races do better than them. But he said, they got so much resources, uh, I felt like I got a better chance of winning a championship. And he did. And he he did, and it was a good decision. I just wished I could have blowed a little more lies. <laughs> up his rear like blowing smoke, <laughs> but he didn't fall for it. But but uh, it would have been a good deal. But he he got a better deal, and uh, but I always warned him drive force. Daddy did too. Terry, it's uh, uh we're up against the clock now, and I just I appreciate so much you getting back in touch with Greg and getting and and, and being on the show with us this morning. And uh, um, I know you'll probably be watching the Southern Five Hundred tomorrow evening, and. Uh, it's got to got to bring back some memories. I know I'm I'm like you. They they flip flop the track, and uh, it's not like it used to be. But um, it's still the Southern 500, and it's, it's it, it, it is what it is. So we gotta we gotta deal with it. And and uh, right. you were a great champion. Well, it's it's still a tough track. I can assure you that whoever wins that thing is going to deserve it tomorrow. So uh, I'll be watching like you guys. Okay, Terry. Thank you so much for. Uh, for being on the show with us, and um, best of luck to you with your uh, dirt track cars and your Hall of Fame appearances and everything you got going on. And um, w- w- you're a great champion, and an honor to have you on our show. Thanks, guys. Y'all take care. Okay, thank you very much. Take care, Ice Man. <laughs> he stays cool, don't he? Yeah. Okay, all right. We'll see you. He all right. stays cool. <laughs> Uh, Ice, I love him today. Iceman, uh, Texas Terry, Iron Man too, wasn't he, when he ran all those races in a row? Yeah, but get, get, you get him in the behind the steering wheel of that uh, race car, uh, he's just as brave as Earn Hart or oh, he's the rest great. of them. He's great. Very versatile. He can get the job done. Road Wonderful course person. anywhere. All right, let's take a break. Come back. See if we can line up Nelson Crozier. Nelson, if you're listening, call on in, and uh, we'll... Uh, See what you have to say about what's coming up at Darlington and the drivers in the chase. That was great, Greg. Thanks for getting Terry for us. Well, like I say, I was fortunate enough to be Bud Moore's baby boy, and they couldn't forget Bud Moore. Well, then that's gonna so, it's gonna do you. I guess they couldn't forget the fact that I needed a haircut. Well, you still do. All right, here's Nelson calling in. Yeah, We're gonna take Nelson. a break right now, and we'll be back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. 
Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like French fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Thanks for the memories. Get ready for a slam dunk during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan. It's Markdown Madness. And you'll score big with huge savings and low payments on all your favorite Nissan models. Get in the zone in an all-new 2020 Nissan Sentra for only $129 per month. Take your pick. You can drive a 2020 Nissan Altima or Rogue for only $199 per month. Or score a new Titan pickup and save up to 30% off. Get big savings on our large selection of used vehicles, too. And if you need credit, come and get it. Bench those high payments and slam dunk on savings during the Nissan Now Sales event at Greer Nissan today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Come see us on Wade Hampton Boulevard or shop online at GreerNissan.com. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Your complete car care center is Part 3 Automotive in Boiling Springs. Part 3 Automotive can take care of your vehicle in a hurry. Whether you need an oil change, new tires, alignments, or anything in between, they have you covered. When it's hot outside, let them check your air conditioning. They specialize in maintenance and repairs, big or small. If you need your oil change quickly, ask about their express oil change. Stop in at 1930 Boiling Springs Road or call for an appointment, 864-599-5900. That's Par 3 Automotive, your complete car care center. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories, such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Selecting a financial advisor to entrust your hard-earned assets is one of the most important decisions you will ever make. Janie Montgomery Scott has more than 185 years of experience, tracing its roots to 1832. Janie's boutique size allows it to remain agile, meeting the demands of turbulent market cycles while addressing the needs of its clients. Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott sets the bar high. He provides superior advice, expertise, and support through every stage of your life and finances. As a firm, Janie's regional size offers the advantages of scale, allowing for close client relationships with personalized advice and planning. Call Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on Spartanburg's Fox Sports 1400. Now on FM at 98.3. And ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Let's go live to Nelson now.
Nelson, are you there, buddy? Nelson? Yeah, we haven't. He was there a minute ago because I was just talking to him. So uh, not sure what happened to Nelson. If you can, call back in. Um, well, his light just went out on the phone. So uh, anyway. All right. If you want. Yeah, you can go ahead. And, well, here he is. Let's, let's try it again here. Uh, uh, okay, you there, Nelson? I'm here. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm having button pushing problems like I did last week, but uh, it's good to have you back on the show and uh, hope you're doing well this morning. How um, how do you see Darlington coming up to, uh, this uh, tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow evening? It's going to be interesting. Well, I know we all wanted Jimmy Johnson to slip in there and he didn't make it, but uh, now I guess the thing is to see if he can win a race and, uh, and see... Um, who gets off to a good start here in the chase? You there, Nelson? Well, you heard his voice, so I know he was there. Yep. He must be on a... His light just went back out again. Okay. So I, I think he's the, got a connection problem on his end. So He, uh, he did. You know, we noticed that last weekend. The yep. him calling in. It took about three tries. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's in a... He's in some facility there, and it's, you know, probably hard to get out a little bit. So, uh, uh, Alan, I, well, here he is again. Let's let's try it again. Um, Nelson, you with us? I'm trying again. <laughs> okay, buddy. Well, tell us about Darlington. Talk a little bit. Well, we talk, you were all talking about uh, Sarah Bonnie earlier. Right. And... Uh, you know, he said it pretty accurately, but she's a lady in, the, uh, in black, you know, it's going to be a good race. The 11 cars got to come from the rear, uh, chases on the pole. Yes, and, um, and well, while we're talking about the drivers, who are you going to pick for this week? <laughs> I'll throw some balls in there and see which one comes down. Uh, I'm going to try the two car. The two car, okay. Well, well, I mean, we used to fight over him every week, but I'm going to, I'm going to stick with uh, um, Chase Elliott. And Greg's got Kyle Busch, figuring he's got to win one sooner or later. And Ronnie's got Truex. And let's see, Allen is going to put up there. He's going to go with Harvick. Nelson's got Keselowski. Jada's got. Hamlin, who does real good at Darlington, and um, Lanny's got Blaney. And, and as far as our point stand is, Nelson, you're you're out front. You got five wins with uh, five wins. I thought you had four. He's got five, and he's got a uh, uh, me and uh, Jada got three, and Allen's got two, and uh, uh, Lanny's got one, and you and I got a big egg. You got Zero. a goose egg. You and a uh, mm-hmm. You and Ronnie. Me and, 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 and me and all, me you and and all my Bush. expert finesse you been there all Bush. those years. You and, you and Kyle Bush got a zero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you have any personal experiences there with uh, Terry Labonte very much, uh, uh, Nelson? Oh, very much so. Uh, I went down to Billy Hagen's shop, uh, you know, Ballpark Road, you know, when Terry was just starting out. 
And what were you helping them with? Uh, electronics on the car or radios? Well, we're the ignition on it. The ignition, okay. Well, he uh, was like we were talking to him. He came out of the box pretty strong there when nobody even knew who he was, uh, or we didn't anyway, at Darlington in 1978. So uh, I guess... Uh, 78 was about in your heyday, wasn't it? Pretty much. Well, Nelson, um, it's, it's good to hear you. We uh, we know that you've uh, got so much experience with all of these drivers. Do you have any particular Darlington story you can tell us? <laughs> Only about 100 probably, but pick one. Right. Pick one. Ned Jarrett in 1965, one by 12 laps. Yep. Well, that's what they were just talking about when he, uh, I guess, Linda Vaughn kissed him and he got in trouble. You got a Linda Vaughn story? She's coming on as soon as we get uh, hang up with you. Oh, yeah. Linda and I go way back, but, uh, you know, hard to pick anyone out, but uh, she's been a very good ambassador for the sport. Yeah, and I wonder how much she's still doing, especially um, with the coronavirus and everything. It's slowed a lot of people down and she's I mean she's you think of Linda Vaughn you I think most people think of her in uh the 60s and 70s and and 80s but you know she's 77 years old now so I I know that when we talked to her last year she was still making a lot of public appearances but I I just wonder how much she's doing now she's had a lot of health problems but she's still hanging in there well I tell you what I about everybody in this room's had some health problems, I guess, except Alan. So, uh, we, uh, speak for the bad. I think I'll, uh, give you a deal for this week and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Thank you so much, Nelson. We will talk to you next week and, uh, appreciate you coming on the show. And, um, it's good that Nelson tells us when he's, uh, I guess his throat's about to give out. So, uh, um, appreciate him coming on. It's the same. And we got a, same thing we always say. Stranger slipping up on us here, named Joe Delaney. Best in- Joe. Best and, anybody uh, could, best anybody could, uh, smartest man I ever know. Yeah, he is. Way to go. We all, hey, almost forgot that. Yes, he is. <laughs> he teased out. Alan, we got four minutes. What can you tell us in four minutes? Well, we got a whole lot of local racing going on this weekend at the, our local racetracks. Uh, we got Travers Rest and Harris Speedway going race tonight. Usually Travelers Rest, they race on Friday night, but uh, they had a big race down in Livonia last night. Livonia, Georgia just about 70 miles down the road, so Travelers Rest kind of went along with them, moved over to tonight, so you've got either you've got Travelers Rest or Harris that our local fans can go to tonight, or you got Cherokee Speedway on Sunday afternoon. They got the big Carolina Clash Speedway. Uh, racers coming in there. Cherokee's running sa- uh, Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. Going to pay 75 Got a lot of good money going out over at Cherokee Speedway. $7,500 for the super late models. And uh, like I say, Sunday afternoon, going to be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Be a lot of good racing going on. And everybody knows when it stays cool, these dirt tracks, they hold moisture. And if they hold moisture, they hold speed. <laughs> okay. Well, that sounds... Uh... Uh, but you're going to keep it, keep yours in the barn. Uh, they uh, kind of left our division off the schedule this week, so uh, my crew's done. They are already at the lake. They left yesterday afternoon going to the lake, and uh, I'll probably see them back uh, probably Tuesday morning from the lake. Well, but uh, I, I know the, 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 the competition's 
heartbroken that you're not going to show up. Well, that's, uh, that's just <laughs> the way it is. I mean, so, um, uh, you know, that's very interesting. And I don't, I listened to the show last week, so I didn't, uh, I didn't say it on the air, but I know I told Jada to her face, y'all going to win, um, tonight because I just, I feel it. And for you to miss the show, seems like that time. You had to go, the first time she was ever on the show, I think uh, you had to go to Charlotte and get some parts and you ended up winning the race or yeah. fooled around and won the race. So whenever you have to work on the car and can't make the show, that's uh, that's bad news for the others. I'm, uh, I kind of, you know, priorities are going to be first. My daddy <laughs> always said race cars first, everything else is going to be second. <laughs> Well, there's probably some wives out there might not agree with that. But, well, uh, uh, my wife, she come out there Saturday morning, and I looked over there, and she was sitting over crying because I crawled out from underneath the race car. I looked over, I said, what's wrong with you? She said, this reminds me of 30 years ago. I said, oh, it don't remind me of 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, happened 30 years ago? Uh, you, we were racing back in. Yeah. You know, with CEO Pritchett and them, and uh, don't get me wrong, you had to... I'd work all day, then work half the night on a race car. And uh, my wife, she'd come up there and sit over in the shop in, in, in the chair over there. I used to have old bench seat out of a bus, and she'd sit over in that bench seat and watch me work on a race car half the night on Friday night to get ready to go on Saturday night. And, uh, you know, she looked at me, I said, honey, we need to win. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> so, uh, excuse me. Whenever I come in Saturday night, Jada done text her before I even walked in the door that we'd mess around one. And uh, I said, "Well, I said, well, the surprise is over with." Back in, we didn't have telephones. She didn't get to know till <laughs> I walked in the door. Well, they had telephones; they just weren't quite as portable. They they weren't portable at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this wasn't pre Alexander Graham Bell or anything, but uh, <laughs> uh, but I tell you, it was. Uh, it was great when I got your. I don't think I even prodded you. I think you just all of a sudden I don't know. Was that Friday? Did you do it Saturday night or, or Sunday morning? And I, and I just got a text from uh, from uh, Alan with a picture of the car and a trophy sitting on it in Winter Circle, which it can't mean my one thing. That was on. That was on Saturday night. That was Saturday night. That was Saturday night. I texted you that picture there. I said, "Well, I, I said I know Perry's sitting there watching a Daytona race." That's right. That's I, what it was. That's right. I was, I was watching, watching Daytona. Daytona race, and we had done messing around and won this race. And I said, "Well, let me send him a picture right face." Okay. Well, we're going to come back at the top of the hour and talk to uh, Linda Vaughn. I'm looking very much forward to hearing from her. You are listening to Start Your Engines from Fox Sports Spartanburg. Your home for the herd with Colin Cowherd weekdays at noon is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3. We are Fox Sports. And here's what you need to know. This report presented by GEICO. Did you know that right now, GEICO is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's on top of what GEICO could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Visit GEICO.com to learn more. John McLean of the Houston Chronicle reports that Deshaun Watson has agreed to a four-year, $160 million extension with the Houston Texans that makes him the second-highest-paid quarterback in the league behind Patrick Mahomes, who will face on opening night this upcoming Thursday, by the way. Watson's four-year extension kicks in with the 2022 season and runs through 2025. Tom Pellicero of NFL Media reports that the Green Bay Packers are releasing 
receiver Jake Kumaro. Pelissero also reporting that the Cincinnati Bengals releasing quarterback Brandon Allen, who started three games last year for the Denver Broncos. I'm Isaac Lowen. Frank's for the Memories is a great hot dog place for lunch. Why Frank's for the Memories? Because hot dogs for the Memories just doesn't cut the mustard. Frank's for the Memories has more than great hot dogs. Enjoy a choice of four delicious bird dogs featuring a deep-fried chicken tender on a hot dog bun. Frank's for the Memories makes their homemade chili daily and has great signs like french fries, onion rings, and corn nuggets. Frank's for the Memories 468 Oak Grove Road next to Westview Elementary is open for lunch Monday through Saturday till 3.30 p.m. Thanks for the Memories. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. Throughout your life, you've worked hard to accumulate assets, to build wealth, and to provide for your family. You've built a comfortable life full of shared memories and experiences. Providing and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. While having a will is important, it's not the only way. That is why developing an estate plan can be the best thing you will ever do for them. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster and the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you to design a customized estate plan that can protect and preserve your assets for the next generation. The sooner you begin, the sooner you can be at ease knowing that your loved ones will be provided for as you intended. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. From the Beacon Drive-In Studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina, Fox Sports 1498.3 FM presents Start Your Engine. 20 years of trying, 20 years of frustration. Dale Earnhardt will come to the caution flag to win the Daytona 500. Here is your racing team for today. Show producer Ronnie Black. Local action from winning car builder and owner Alan Hill. Track reporter and racing insider Nelson Crozier. Former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. Now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. Gentlemen, start your engines! And welcome back to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. And I... Tell me, Greg, she's out in California. Yeah, uh, Linda, if, if I'm not mistaken, she lives on uh, cat, one of those Catalina Islands. 
That's tough. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, off of uh, Los Angeles, she can correct us on that, but uh, that's where they all come up with the Catalina bathing suit from Miss America. Well, uh, maybe it's a little too early for her out there, but... Um, well, anyway, well, uh, we, we do West Coast people all the time, so we'll let Alan go ahead and do his thing, and uh, we'll try her at 1120. But I know you uh, told me you talked to her, and you are, and you confirmed her, so we'll... Uh, I'm sure we'll probably get her in our next uh, next segment. We'll try her at 20 after. So you go ahead, Alan, and tell us what's going on. All right. Last weekend at Cherokee Speedway, had a lot of great racing going on over there. We had the stock four division over there. First place went to Jamie Madison, took the lead with two laps left to go in this race and uh, went on to win this thing. A uh, good run for the Madison crew. And uh, second place went to Nick Walker. Third place went to Dustin Bowling. In the Crate Lake Models, first place went to Brian Mullis. Second place went to Leighton Sullivan. Third place went to Jacob Brown. In the Super Sportsman Division, first place went to Danny Tesnier. Who? So, Danny Tesnier. I've heard of him. Yep. Second place went to Justin Armour. Third place went to Dennis Williams. In the Young Guns Division, first place went to Hannah Wall. Second place went to A.J. Barker. Third place went to Lyndon Davis. In the street stock division, first place went to Damian Crump. Second place went to Caleb McLaughlin. Third place went to Dalton Peavy. In the Thunder Bomber division, first place went to Steve Green. Second place went to Blake Bentley. Third place went to Brock Ritchie. In the big main event over there, the $5,000 front wheel drive. Front wheel drive division paying $5,000. I was about to say, I didn't think they usually paid the most. They uh, paid the most over our last day was boys. They had 48 cars shows up. <laughs> from, they come from Florida, Mississippi. They come from everywhere. Well, how did Mississippi boys do? Uh, I don't know about them. I was too busy uh, trying to get my car back up in the trailer get it. But let's go back home. Oh, okay. But uh, first place went to John Wyndham. Second place went to Josh Atkins. Third place went to Andrew Smith. Moving on up the road here to Harris Speedway last week. Harris Speedway had eight divisions racing. And first, we're going to go to the Thunder Bomber division. First place went to Dwayne Worley. Second place went to Travis Campbell. Third place went to Jason Edmonds. And the Pure Stock division. First place went to Nathan Showtime Pierce. Second place went to Ray Hudson. Third place went to Dustin Mars. In the Renegade Stock 8 Division, first place went to Josh Burgess. Second place went to Rodney Leal. Third place went to Benji Whiteside. In the Stock 4 Division, first place went to Randy Hill. Second place went to Jonathan Butler. Third place went to Bruce Wheeler. In the Crate Sportsman Division, first place went to Timmy Smith. Second place went to Jesse Smith. Third place went to Chris Jackson. In the V8, Open V8 Division... First place went to Josh Hoots. Second place went to Tony Pierce. Third place went to Lance Miller. And the Thunder Bomber Future Division. First place went to Mason Mintz. Second place went to Randy Cantrell. Third place went to Justin Barber. And the Young Guns Division. First place went to Kaylee Laws. Third place went to Caden Personnel. And third place went to Trenton Carroll. Okay, last night. Last night up at Carolina Speedway. That's in Gastonia. Gastonia, North Carolina. In the Thunder Sportsman Division, first place went to Luke Edison. Second place went to Ronald Scully. Third place went to Justin Fyth. 
in the Pro 4 Division. First place went to Kyle Truitt. Second place went to Caleb Costner. Third place went to Ethan Yance. In the Vintage Division. What is the Vintage? Vintage It's got to be old cars. That's old cars and 66 Chevelles and stuff like that. I like that. Kind of like the cars that used to run over here to Spartanburg Fairgrounds. That's that's why I like it. That's what you would like. You'd love to see these. We were just talking 57 Chevy. Yes, we was. I bet there weren't any of those out there. Uh, Well, let's hear it. There was a 55 Chevrolet. You used to come to... Uh, Cherokee Speedway last year whenever they'd have that division over there and yeah. that bull would... I'm talking about... This is... I remember when they were just about all 55 Chevrolets out 55 there. Rex White had one. There's a couple of Fords out there. So, yeah. Greg, there's a couple of Mustangs out there and stuff like that. Uh, first place went to Joe Earl. Second place went to Kenneth Deese. Third place went to Stephen Fowler. And the Super Sportsman Division up there. First place went to Josh Wilkerson. Second place went to Luke Edison. Third place went to Josh Robbins. In the Hornets Division, first place went to Lance Spangler. Third, second place went to Josh Gibbons. Third place went to Zach Gammon. In the Mid-East Modified, first place went to Stevan Padula. Second place went to Jesse Rocket. Third place went to Chris Stowe. Good name for a race driver. Jesse Rocket. Jesse Rocket. Jesse Rocket. Or an astronaut. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, at Travers Rest last Saturday night, I mean last Friday night, uh, got their heat races in, and then here comes the rain in. Uh-oh. So uh, none of their main events got uh, ran last week. So this coming Saturday night, which will be tonight, uh, they're going to have double main events over at Travers Rest Speedway. They're going to go out there, and they're going to iron this racetrack out, pretty much get it kind of smoothed out. Okay, so then, after that, they're going to bring these boys out for hot lap qualifying. This hot lap qualifying will determine where you start the second main event. So they're going to run double main events at Travers Rest Speedway. The first main event is going to be from where you run your heat race from the week before. And then the second main event is going to be where you hot lap qualified in this hot lap session. In this division over here, we're going to have Thunder Bomber Futures, Crate Sportsman, Extreme 4, Thunder Bomber, Renegade 8, Pure Stock Division, uh, Rookies, also known as Young Guns over there at Traverse Rest Speedway. Okay. At Harris Speedway. Harris Speedway. They're going to have the Monster Minis. They welcome, welcome them the Monster Minis back after five years. They're going to pay $1,200 to win in the Monster Mini division up there. I'm sure our boy from uh, Jamie Madison and uh, all these boys are going to be headed up there tonight for a good show at Air Speedway. Also on hand is going to be the 602 Late Models. Going to pay them boys $1,000 to win. Crate Racing USA Thunder Bombers $1,000 to win. So, uh, going to be a lot of good racing going on at Harris. Also on the schedule is Renegade 8, Crate Sportsman, Pure Stock, Front Wheel Drive, Thunder Bomber Futures, and Young Guns. Pits are going to open up at 4 p.m. today. $30 to get in the pits. Stands is opening up at 5 p.m., $15. Kids 10 and under get in free. Driver's meeting is going to be at 6.30. Also... On Sunday afternoon, Cherokee Speedway, they're going to have the Hall of Fame race over there. They're going to bring the Super Late Models in over there. 
This is a Carolina class division. Going to pay seventy five hundred dollars in that division. A lot of money. That's a lot of money for super late models. They also going to have the Mid East Street Stocks. Two thousand dollars to win in the Mid East Street Stocks. The MMSA Stock Four twelve hundred dollars. So if you go to Harrison win, and then you can come on over here to Cherokee to win, you've almost got twenty five hundred dollars just in Stock Four division there. Also, Extreme Four Division, $1,000 to win. And the Thunder Bomber, $1,000 to win. Also, in the MMSA Stock Four Division and the Extreme Four Division, if you win, this will automatically lock you in to the World Crown Four Cylinder Nationals, which will be held the weekend after Thanksgiving at Cherokee Speedway. Pit gates are going to open up. Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. Stands is going to open up at 4 p.m. Drivers meetings at 6.30. Hall of Fame ceremonies begin at 5 p.m. Stands is going to be $20 to get in. Pits is going to be $35. Kids 10 and under are going to get in for free. I think uh, Jada told us who was going into the Hall of Fame last week. Uh, We got uh, Jamie Madison, which is uh, that guy. His daddy used to work for Bud Moore. Okay. We used to call him Hootie. <laughs> Hootie, <laughs> Hootie Madison? Hootie Madison. Yes, sir. Uh, Jimmy Madison was a longtime uh, worker for Bud Moore and a uh, good guy. And, you know, somehow or another, this bloodline got on passed on down to his uh, boy and uh, also got another boy named Andy Madison. Just hadn't heard from him too much this year as far as racing. But I'll check into it to see... Uh, what Andy Madison's been up to. Okay. Um, you weren't on the show last week when uh, Jada and I were talking about our our, our buddy uh, Wally Fowler meeting the president. Yes, Wally got to meet the president up there. Some, I, I know it, at the beginning of the year, whenever I talked to Wally, he said uh, every bit of the squash that he had planted was already sold. And I just wondered, how in the world can a man already have his stuff sold before he had it grown, and uh, <laughs> I kind of figured out whenever I seen that, per- that picture with him with the president that, uh, you know, the president, they automatically doing this uh, deal of uh, boxing up produce for uh, people that's in need and stuff like that up there out of Mills River, yeah. and uh, Wally automatically, whenever he gets a truckload, he sends it straight on up to Mills River, and I guess, I guess Wally getting him a check from the government too well good for him yes sir every time you can get a check from the government you take you take that check yeah or uh or uh ele- electronic funds transfer or something like yeah. that yep and uh also lots well he brought that white four car out last weekend up there at harris speedway and uh he showed them boys how to get it done up there at harris did he speedway. win yeah he won okay that's, uh, that's the way you're supposed to do it well absolutely and uh and Terry, Terry was talking about how old he is. We always talk about how old these drivers get. You got Wally Fowler been out here for, I know, 50 years or something like that. And uh, age, age ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> not, not if you got the desire and uh, you can still have some reflexes. I think I think Terry would be okay. Yeah, I think he'd be real good. Well, um I'm going to take this opportunity right now. Thank you. That 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 what you got? That's about it. Okay, that's great. 
uh, when are you going to hit the track again? You and uh, I guess Mr. Wilson was pretty happy last week, wasn't he? Yeah, Mr. Wilson pretty happy last week. I got to, I got to throw this out to Mr. Wilson. He says there's this little white-haired lady that sits right across in front of him. Is she bothering him again? Oh, she jumped all over him. He said, up. Oh. When we pushed that car out of that trailer, he said, didn't know if it was going to make it back tonight. She just turned around just kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So I told him, I said, I think I've got a Danny Tesnier t-shirt. I'm going to hand it to you. And whenever you go up there, you just reach over and say, here, uh, they sent you this. Make a fan out of it. Make her. a fan out of it. Well, well, I don't I... know if that's going to work or not. <laughs> <laughs> but, but guess what? I told him, I said, you go back up there. You tell them that them people, that, you know, them people that really don't like me, that's, that's the ones I work at much harder for. That didn't bother Earnhardt if you liked him or not. That's it. Earnhardt said, if they ain't booing you, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, uh, um, uh, I, I was starting to ask a question. You're going to, you, I know, know you're taking you know, this week off, but. We, we, yeah, we're taking this week off. They're, uh, they did not have us uh, scheduled in because they're bringing the super late models oh, in. Oh, yeah, that's and right. So they dropped a division out. And just so happened they dropped our division out of the running order. So, uh. My my crew's done. They they packed up pretty much Thursday evening, and they's already headed to the lake. And they got a picture just a little while ago. We got them moved in, so uh, everything all squared away. Everything at the lake all house. squared away down to the lake. Grand boy's down there. He's still in the bed, covered up. And uh, <laughs> as long as they, as long as he's sleeping, that's good. Well, that's... And uh, like I said, uh, if fans ain't booing you stuff, uh, have you heard anybody boo Kyle Bush lately? No, nothing to boo. <laughs> That's it. They usually boo you when you do good and they don't like you. That's it. Well, you ain't seen him in the winter circle here lately, so uh, they, ain't, they ain't got nothing going on as far as Kyle Bush. But, yeah. Uh, well, um, i tell you what, I'm going to take this opportunity to thank Lanny McKinney, who maintains the Budmore Engineering website and does our podcast and is our backup and all things... Uh, for Start Your Engines and Lanny, we really appreciate it. I don't think I have to come by today because I pushed the record button fast enough um, in time. So uh, let's go ahead and take our next to last break. And we come back and I'm going to see if I can't get Linda Vaughn on the phone here. Uh, somebody was just calling in, but I don't know if she's got our number. Maybe she does. Maybe she's got caller ID. But anyway, we'll uh, we'll take our uh, next to last break. Come back. You're listening to Start Your Engines from Fox Sports Spartanburg. There's no points racing here. Greg, Perry, Ronnie, and Nelson are racing to win. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. For years now, we've been telling you about Palmetto Spirit's tremendous wine selection. We've told you about Palmetto Spirit's carrying special, small-batch, handcrafted bourbons and whiskeys that you can't find anywhere else. But what truly sets Palmetto Spirit's apart is their customer service. Jim and the entire staff knows wines and liquors and knows how to find you the perfect bottle for the perfect occasion. Palmetto Spirit's. Reedville Road on Spartanburg's West Side, where customer service is the difference. Windows down or AC on. Either way, there's no better way to beat the heat than with ice cold favorites from McDonald's. Now get a large Minute Maid slushie for $2 in sweet flavors fruit punch, blue raspberry, or new pink lemonade. Or get a refreshingly bold McCafe iced coffee. Any size for $1.69. To beat the heat, there's nothing sweeter than an icy treat. It's not just a drink, it's a McDonald's drink. 
Prices and participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Minute Maid is a registered trademark of the Coca-Cola Company. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, plant day. Seventy years. How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, plant day. Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a hey, plant day? Call it. Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. Fox Sports 1400 is now bigger and better than ever. Why? You were on an FM station. Because we're now on the FM dial at 98.3. Fox Sports 1400. Now bigger and better at 98.3 FM. Now, I know that one. That's not Metallica. That's... uh. Credence Clearwater Revival, and we do have on the phone. John Fergie singing. That's right. We have on the phone, as you can hear, from Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, Linda Vaughn. Good morning, Linda. How are you? Well, I'm from Dalton, Georgia, but I'm in Indianapolis. I was at the NHRA drag races last night. I had to see that nitro methane come out those headers, and it was exciting and fast as usual. And uh, Tony Stewart was out there, and. Mia Pritchett, she ran pretty good, but today she'll probably do a lot better because they smoked the tires about halfway. So it was fun to get back. I haven't been to a drag race since, uh, well, five or six months ago. Well, you know, that was going to be one of my questions. That was going to be one of my questions with this coronavirus and all this stuff. Um, If you were were getting out very much. Uh, No, this is the first time in six months. that I've been to a drag race and uh, everybody's distancing. We're doing very carefully because this is a very serious virus. Boy, in California, it's really, really, really bad. Right. That's where I live. So, I mean, I carry three or four different hand sanitizers. I got a half a dozen masks. <laughs> I, got, I got so much stuff with me. But uh, you can never be too careful because this is a pretty strong situation we're going to have to face. The whole world is. So it certainly is. Were you? the most I've ever spent at home. In my life, in, uh, <laughs> in my house in California, but at least I was stranded in paradise. Yeah, you sure were. Now, uh, did you go to the Indianapolis 500? I mean, I know they didn't have no, fans, no, but uh, no, we did. We couldn't go. None of us could go. Uh, although I have a hard card, and they should get everywhere. But uh, no, they only allowed ten members per team, including wives or kids or whatever, and everyone was social distancing and. I'm sure y'all watched it on television. It was a heck of a race, boy. It sure was. It was a great race. It always uh, is. Yeah. But it's the first time in my whole life I've not been at the Indy 500 except one time when I had my heart surgery. Well, I know I saw you up there a lot of times. The first time in 55 years. So I I felt like I was spirit, though. I was bouncing off the walls. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, Linda, we can't thank you for coming on, but... uh, 
what's amazing is what all you've done. You know, you've missed Firebird for a while, and then you miss her. Oh Lord, I love and done all that stuff. But you in Indianapolis is a fan. Well, Darlington, uh, me and Perry got them ranked. I think about Indianapolis, Darlington. Uh, Daytona or something like that. I, I mean, I don't think. Oh, yeah, well, my three favorite tracks in the world are Daytona, Indianapolis, and Darlington. I mean, I, well, I grew up there. Well, it sounds like we we on the same wavelength. But, uh, well, I'm going down the city street of Speedway right now. Right here is Harley Racing on the left, and right here on my right. I wish this was television for y'all on the radio. It's the <laughs> AJ's Point Winery, the racing capital of the world. It's best. We'll still argue about that with NASCAR folks. But I'm right in front of A.J. Ford. He has a winery and a beautiful shop there. And uh, we'll have to stop there and get some wine and take back this bit. I'm going to do that. Because I've got these little race cards sitting on my coffee table and a bobby sits in there. So i got a Mario Andretti one. I've got a Charles Shelby one. And i got to have an A.J. one. I didn't know A.J. was into wineries like... Uh... Yep, he has a winery. He couldn't stand it. If Mario does something, A.J.'s got to do it. <laughs> well, you know, also today, and I know you're not, uh, I, I don't know this for a fact, but today's also uh, the Kentucky Derby. And I know A.J. Oh, yeah, was involved in that for a while. Over, I'm going over to Nancy George's house, and I'm going to watch the Kentucky Derby with her. Yep, I sure am. Well, this is a big weekend. I won't miss it. This is a big weekend. It's a big weekend for sports, and, uh, of course, Labor Day always is. And we... Um, you know, anytime you talk about the pre-race shows and the, and the celebrities and the pomp and pageantry and everything, I mean, you you always think of Linda Vaughn. I do anyway. And uh, well, thank you, thank you. Well, the younger generation listening out there, it's a four-speed shifter, and the younger generation has a six-speed shifter. First shifter. <laughs> I love to shift gears. <laughs> but I grew up with a four-speed. Let me tell you, I think I teased on it because it was. It was, it was, I still got several of my first old pace cars. Well, um, I love them. I'm, I'm from the... I mean, how many women, hey, you guys, how many women have a big black 455 in their car? <laughs> uh, I don't know any, personally. <laughs> run, run that by me again, Linda. I, I didn't get I got it. a big black 455 first Oldsmobile sitting in my garage at home. When I take it out, all these kids go, what is that? I said, it's an Oldsmobile, honey. <laughs> is it gold or white and gold? It's white and gold. Yes, it is. Thought it would be. Yeah. You were talking yeah, about the Kentu- uh, Kentucky Derby. I had a black and gold one. When I got real sick, I had to sell it on Barrett-Jackson to help pay for the hospital bills until I could get things straightened out. And uh, I'm very blessed to have uh, had the friends I had. And Tony Stewart been on it. I had quite a few people that have been on it, and I was really, really proud of it. I think this guy parking his truck learned how to drive. <laughs> I'm sitting in here with Tom Seeker that works with me at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We're going to the famous Charlie Brown's Pancake the Steakhouse. Last time I saw AJ was in here. Well, that is a famous place. <laughs> yeah, it is. Y'all ever down here, you got to come to the Speedway and come and eat. It's really great. Liz runs a nice place. Do you believe my name? One of the things I was going to anyway. mention, Linda, this So, what questions? Hey, Greg, you got to ask me a question. Well, I got Joe Delaney here, who's uh, uh, Hi, Joe. Uh, Joe, he's dying to ask you a question. Well, I was okay, Joe. You had, you had mentioned that this isn't necessarily a question; it's a quick story. The Kentucky Derby came up, and you were talking about a younger generation. I got invited for the first time 
uh, it's probably been 25 years now, um, the president of Brown Foreman's son and I were friends, and they supply all the, the good brown stuff to Churchill Downs. And he had a box, and um, I was I didn't uh, decided not to do that because I wanted to go to the infield. In retrospect, when I found out that Brooke Shields and all these other beauty queens were up there, I was like, "What were you thinking? Not going up to that box and being with those beautiful ladies?" <laughs> um, but yeah, what were you thinking, Joe? I'm, I'm older than. <laughs> <wife. laughs> Have I ever been to a Kentucky Derby? I went with AJ. He had two horses in it. And, uh, and Mrs. Holland George, she had two horses in it, and uh, one of the horses did really well. And uh, AJ should have won, but uh, he didn't finish second that year. But boy, I'll tell you, those horses—I like horse power better than I do horse manure, though. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard I'm it put sorry, that way before. That's what I told AJ. <laughs> Boy, Linda, you sound so uh, full of life, and uh, you you are really you're st- you're still living well, a good life. It sounds like I'm I'm so blessed to be here, and I'm, I'm having a lunch. Like I said, it's a breakfast actually because I'm having eggs for three hours over here at my time, so I'm having some eggs over here and a pancake at the steakhouse. Charlie Brown's. I mean, everybody that ever comes here to the NASCAR race comes over here to eat. The Indy car race, the drag race, they all come here to eat. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, the Seaford family, is, uh, I've watched all their kids, and now I'm seeing their grandkids. So it's three generations I'm eating with today. And then I go to Nancy George's house, and we're going to watch the Kentucky Derby. And uh, Now, is that the, uh, later, is that the famous George family that owned the Speedway? Yeah, Nancy's. She's one of my best friends. Okay. Yeah, you know, she hated to sell it, but... She got it, got it sold before all this hit because they ended up bankrupt if they had no. It was really a, a tough situation. And uh, Roger's done so much to the Speedway, but I just cannot wait to get back here. I'm just devastated I didn't get to come to Indy 500. And I have a hard part. Well, they. Uh, um, uh, they couldn't have sold it to a better person, in my opinion. Well, in my opinion, uh, the improvement, I just rode by there a few minutes ago. Uh, the grounds look fabulous, and and although Pop and Holman, he really took good care of the place. But over the past few years, it's been uh, it's been tough. It's been a tough business for us, as you know, and everything NASCAR, drag racing, and IndyCar racing. So we're blessed to, to be able to pick it up and continue. Uh, we've lost a lot of friends. I've lost several several friends to the COVID. So oh, I hate that. folks out there, please wear your mask and be careful and wash your hands. But I carry little squirt bottles with me of, of stuff that smells real good, that's 85% alcohol, and the rest is lavender, and it smells good. And everybody goes, oh, you smell so good. I hear I spray their hands. <laughs> well, I, I, it's, hard, it's hard not to shake hands and hug people, though. It's yeah. really hard. Uh, I, I don't know if you're aware of this. You probably are, but you know the Indy uh, cars after last week are taking about a month off, and then they come back for a double header at Indianapolis Motor Speedway on the road course. So they're actually oh, coming. Yeah, I'll be here. Oh, I, I was. That was my question. You 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 will have a yeah. chance to get in there. Doctor uh, lets me come back. He, he kept bickering with me, and I had to. I couldn't go down on the starting line last night because the nitro messing did bother me a bit uh, because of my heart situation, but. Uh, he uh, made me promise I would stay up in the tower, so I did. Darn it. 
<laughs> so Linda, I've got a friend up there, and sounds like from when you've been talking, you've been everywhere but the electric chair. So if you run into a guy named Bobby ah. Bobby Bennett, um, tell him Joe Is says Bobby hey. Up here? I know Bobby. He did a story with me. Oh, okay. Well, he's he's from Spartanburg, and uh, I grew up with Bobby, and he got his start uh, out at Spartanburg Dragway. Yeah, I remember Bobby. I, and I, in fact, he came out to California to see me, and we went down and bought his wife and the kids some gifts down at my little harbor where I hang out. And really enjoyed the meal, and, uh, and he did a good story. I was impressed, very impressed. Well, we were supposed to have him on the show last week, and we had we had phone trouble. And so maybe we can get him next week. But yeah, Bobby's a good friend of the show, and uh, and and another. Yeah, be sure and tell him hey. And another uh, mm-hmm. native of Spartanburg that we're very proud of, along with. Uh, I love to go to Spartanburg and eat those boiled peanuts. Hey, <laughs> I always stop in Spartanburg. I remember you said oh, that last year when we had you on. Yeah, yeah, I love those boiled peanuts. And yeah, I, I, just the South Carolinians make that good beans and rice. <laughs> yeah, and I, it seems like if I remember correctly, you said David Pearson was a pretty good kisser. Oh, God, buddy, he kissed me and I about fell off that car. <laughs> <laughs> well done, yeah. I didn't expect that. I thought he was going to give me a little peck on the cheek, and boy, he flat-faded one on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's David. But my sister had a crush on David, God rest his soul, and his boys are so wonderful, and I send my love out to him. Anyway, we, we were talking earlier, and I think you were involved in it, uh, when Ned Jarrett won that Darlington race by 13 laps. It was the oh, yeah, that picture's been floating around the internet. I've seen it I think you kissed Ned that. on the cheek along with the other girl at the same time, and Martha wouldn't talk to he, Ned for two weeks. Ned turned around and flat-paid one on me there. <laughs> I didn't do it. He did. It's all Ned's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like you always said, you, all, you, you always mentioned Fred Lorenzen because you, did, you well, prefer to kiss was, single men say, than married men. Well, I was going to tell you that the real kiss came from Fred Lorenzen. I had the biggest crush on him. That's the first time I ever kissed a Yankee. <laughs> 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 My daddy saw the picture of the paper. He goes, you kissed that damn Yankee. I go, yes, I did. Don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> My boyfriend, Jimmy Newberry, got so mad at me. I said, hey, I couldn't help it. I said, you see a beautiful chocolate cake. Are you going to take a bite of it, aren't you? <laughs> no, he was the golden boy, and you were the golden girl, pretty oh, much. He was. You know, you know, Fred and I stayed friends all those years, and he came to see me one of his uh, last times actually out in public. He came to see me at a car show, and uh, he, he got lost, and... Uh, I knew then that he was uh, in a bad way, but he remembered me and he wanted to see me, and he thanked me for being so kind to him. His daughter's really tearing up the family name. I'm, I'm real proud of what she's doing for him. Yeah, Fred Lorenzo, the golden boy. They used to call this the blonde-headed golden lad and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, those are some great days and some great photographs that I, I love to look at. I tell you, we uh, um, are just about up against the clock here. But, Linda, you uh, it's just so great that you're out and about and still attending all of these events and everything. And, uh, and Oh, I'm so thrilled. I'm so thrilled. I have the baby's waving at Linda. Hi, honey. <laughs> She's 15 months old. She's waving at me. I love everybody. You know, and it keeps me going. 
And so long as people want to see me and I'm invited to things, I'll keep going. And, you know, I have to slow down, which is uh, necessary with my help. But the Lord's blessed me, and I've gone through 14 operations, and I think the next one's going to be a pretty tough one. Uh, I'm still having some problems, and we'll see. He said open-heart surgery, but with what they have today, I'm, I'm putting it in God's hands, and I sure hope that I get to talk to you all again soon. Well, I hope you do, too, and uh, thank you so much for... for um Putting up with us, uh, you know, having to... Well, thank you. Tw- you know, Bud Moore was my hero. I thought he was one of the most brilliant men he fought for our country. He was really a national hero as well as a, a racing hero. And Greg, thank you for sharing with me your dad and your family. And I just love all of y'all so much. And and uh, I love South Carolina. And I'll always hold it dear to my heart. You know, I lived in South Carolina when I was 12 years old. I lived in uh, uh, over at the West Columbia. Oh, and I didn't I know that. Casey, I went to Brooklyn Casey High School my first year in high school. I didn't know that. Yeah, my mother moved there. Yeah. So I, I have acquaintances in South Carolina. A lot of people are moving from California to South Carolina. Well, that's where they came from. I wondered where all these people were coming from. Yeah. Well, I'm going to probably move back to Georgia. I would say if all goes well the next two years, I'll be back. Yeah. I got a big old house in the... I don't need that big old house. It's been a lovely place to live. Nobody bothers me, and I like California, but it's it's getting hectic everywhere. It don't matter what big city you're going to, you got all these problems. But if I said Southern folks stand together, we're going to win the war. So. Well, it's been a great... I always say the South's going to rise again. When you open my garage door, guys, guess what they see? A Georgia state flag hanging in my garage. <laughs> Well, it's great you having it. it's <laughs> great having you on the show. And while you're up there in Thank Indiana, but watch out kissing those Yankees. Oh, I ain't gonna be kissing the Yankees. You know? <laughs> I'm not kissing anybody. I got my mask on. Thank you. Yeah. I've got three or four in my purse. I got a backup. <laughs> yeah, kissing with a mask on takes a whole lot of fun out of it. Uh, well, yeah, that's what I, I did would. yesterday. I kissed a few people with my mask on. I said, "Was that as much fun to you as it was for me?" <laughs> Orlando, could you Thank do us you one favor? God bless everybody. Thank you. You always, you're always uh, been a diplomat to the sport, drag racing, okay. Indy, NASCAR for years. But if beat you up there at Indy and and bump into Roger Penske, you know we raced against Roger for a long time and Trans Am with Parnell yeah. and everything. Would you tell That's him right. uh, with Parnell in that Trans Am division? Uh, but anyway. Uh, Parnelli's not doing so well. I'm worried about Parnelli. So all y'all. Yeah, yeah, he's not doing that well. We hadn't interviewed him last year. But I just, uh, I just love for go up to Walt Ryder Pinsky and I say, look, Bud's baby boy Gregory wants to talk to you. You're his hero. And I always said that if I couldn't work for my daddy. I'll tell him. Well, tell him. Tell him. I'll tell him. I'll make it a point too. Tell him Greg, Greg Moore wants and Perry Allen would, and we want to have him on the show, and we'll do him first class. I sure will tell it. I believe you can handle that for us, Linda. <laughs> Linda, we're up against the well, time clock, and we could talk to you for hours, couldn't we, Perry? Yeah, I mean, we sure could, but um, Perry's watching the clock, so I guess we got to... Well, I, I kind of watched it too, because I got them waiting on me in there, so I got to uh, go. I just want to say thank you for everybody, and God bless America, and vote. Vote for the people who's going to save our racing. Vote for the people who's going to save our law enforcement. But vote.
Well, thank you so much, Linda. And hopefully we'll be talking to you again uh, next year anyway. I hope so. I don't wait so long, Greg. You know how to reach me. God bless everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Shift my gears. Don't miss the shift. (laughs) (laughs) Don't miss the shift. Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Boy, I mean, that's a happy-sounding lady right there. She's full of life. She is totally full of life as much as uh, anybody I've heard. strangers, you know. I'm tired right now listening to her. Um, but, <laughs> well, I, you know, and I, I hate for us to talk over the top of her, but it's hard to hard to slip in there and say something. And yeah, I, I, I don't. I but that's the kind of interview I like. <laughs> plug out there a little bit because well, she'll, okay. she, she'll go up there and do it. Well, then you get him on the phone and uh, and uh, say that, uh, Linda, get him on the phone. Yeah, we'll have him on the show. We got to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. It's easy to jump on the internet and search for financial information. But what happens when you run into conflicting articles and need to separate fact from fiction? That is where Trent Lancaster can help. Trent is an investment professional at Janie Montgomery Scott, located in the Spartanburg office, who will take the time to answer all of your investment questions. He can help you develop a personalized financial planning strategy with the flexibility to adapt to your changing needs. Trent can also help you with estate planning, setting up trusts, income for retirement, and legacy planning for the next generation. Call Trent today for a complimentary portfolio review by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, Plante! 70 years? How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, Plante! Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than hey, Plante? All it! Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. I need a new car, but I have no idea where to look. Have you tried Impex Pre-Owned at Bowling Springs? Pre-Owned? I'm not looking for something with lots of mileage on it. That's why you need to go to Impex Pre-Owned, because they have a huge selection of new model cars and trucks with low mileage. Well, that sounds great, but i got to stick to my budget. And that's another reason why you need to check out Impex Pre-Owned. New model cars with low mileage at thousands less than you'll find anywhere else. Call Yvette today at 864-327-9297 or check out ImpexPreOwned.com. Impex Pre-Owned. Quality used cars made easy. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Lately, I've been eating one home-cooked meal after another. I'm talking million-dollar spaghetti. 
spaghetti, Mexican lasagna, chicken tetrazzini. I can't cook at all, and my wife's a great cook, but she has a full-time job. So neither of us have time to feed our three little ones a home-cooked meal. Many of you listening can relate one way or another. Who has the time? Mama Sue's does. That's right. Mama Sue's on East Henry Street in Spartanburg has homemade meals daily for you to pick up, place an order online, or stop in at Mama Sue's. Also check out their $5 lunch specials. Mama Sue's, open Monday through Friday, 10 to 6. When it's hot and it's hot, there's only one thing better than water, ice. And Spartanburg Water has twice the ice with 12 convenient ice houses located around the county. Twice the ice is affordable. Get a 10-pound bag for $1.25 or a 16-pound bag or 20-pound bulk for $1.75. Twice the ice is never touched by human hands, never stored in a warehouse, and uses local water. And it's available 24 hours a day using cash, credit, or debit card. To find the Twice the Ice location near you, visit SpartanburgWater.org slash ice. So, what if you're walking out to your car after work today and it's been mashed by a runaway garbage truck? Yep, State Farm has an agent for that. Having your own State Farm agent means having a real person there to help you when things go wrong. So when accidents happen, you've got someone you know who will be there when you need them. Cliff Gobert in Spartanburg is that State Farm agent. Cliff's got your back when things go wrong. Call Cliff Gobert on East Main Street today, 597-1200. That's 597-1200. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Want to find out what's going on on Fox Sports 1400? Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. We have everything you need, including the all-important Listen Lively. Find it all at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Well, that's not quite as good as Credence, but uh, anyway, uh, we got Joe Delaney has sat down with us here, and... uh, Joe, what can you tell us about this fantastic news of uh, getting our uh, getting on the quarter panel of Jeremy Clements's car? Well, it probably should be my brother telling this and not me. But um, he, yeah, as you know, obviously he's been a guest on your show a number of times, um, and I guess my brother decided it would be a smart thing to tighten up that partnership a little bit. Um, since your show um, probably um, under the radar reaches more people than any of the other shows uh, locally that air on that station, and it, it, uh, I'm, and I'm speaking for my brother, but I think he would probably agree with this. It seems like it's it would be something natural to do, and um, Jeremy, um, I think he realizes that it would be something smart for him to do also is being a sponsorship with a local station um, that supports the sport. And so they've come to an agreement, and I don't think it's the officially starts until Bristol, but there'll be a sticker this weekend on the quarter panel. But That race is at 1230. Yes. Right and, after we go off the air. And um, starting at Bristol, it'll be, I think, a different sticker that's a little bit bigger. Um, and I should have gotten my brother to come in here and speak about this but um it's it's it is official because i talked to him and said can i talk about this or not he said yeah you sure can um and there's more to come about that because jeremy's gonna probably do some uh local remote broadcasts and autograph signings and um it should be pretty exciting for for everybody for the station for for spartanburg and for Clements fans in general, and I think this, um, on his part, is probably a smart move because all it's going to do is 
create more Jeremy Clements fans. Right. So I, I don't really have much more detail uh, above that. The, uh, the only thing I'll say about that, and Perry, you talked about this last week, is because he's kind of on the bubble right now, he's getting a lot of... A lot of airtime. Yeah, he is the and, bubble. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, if you're going to um, sponsor something, you want to sponsor somebody that is getting a lot of publicity. And I don't know if there's another guy right now that's getting as much publicity as he is. Um, not that's not at, at the front of the pack, right? You yeah. know, he, he they're showing him and putting up the the. Uh, the graphic underneath him, you know, Jeremy Clements, Spartanburg, South Carolina, and all that stuff. And it's, uh, it's good for us. It makes me feel good to see that up there. Well, I told Greg that um, until, until this station got acquired locally, the, the Spartanburg race fan base in general had become kind of a sleeping giant. They weren't getting um, the attention they deserved, and they weren't – the sport – right, wrong, or indifferent, was moving away from its base. Um, and now that is changing a little bit. Um, NASCAR's finally started to realize that there's nothing wrong with having a good home fan base. Well, i tell you what else it's got, too. And uh, as um, Alan Hill here with us can attest, uh, it's, you go to Cherokee Speedway, you go to Harris, you go to Traveler's Rest, and it's packed. I mean, there is a lot of local interest and uh it's doing as well as ever yes uh fans are packed out if you was to go over tomorrow sunday afternoon over at cherokee speedway as a matter of fact there'll be campers set out there this evening and the stands will be slam packed and uh i wish uh we was talking about with jeremy clements and them and like you was talking about i wish we'd had the barbecue festival this year where we oh, could yeah. have I could have brought the twenty-five T up there, and well, we could have we could have set it all up and let the fans get close to these race cars, and that's that's what it's all about. Is our fans? Well, if we have some remotes and things like that, we we can do that. You know, yeah, we, we can have your car and Jeremy's out there, the twenty-five T and the fifty-one, and that sounds great. Well, one of the things that I think is important is you gotta you gotta not groom, but you gotta have the next generation learning about a sport or you you lose your fan base and i think this station's doing a good job of that um and i told greg that I, he's forgotten more about nascar and motorsports than i know um but i'm but i'm learning i'm constantly well, stick learning. around <laughs> stick around and you'll 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 learn a lot by osmosis <laughs> um well look uh i got about eight minutes to try to cover some stuff here but uh we want you to come back and talk to us some more about this when we uh when you when you know more um let me ask you it do, I, I didn't really understand because i was driving around yesterday trying not to have a traffic accident when i was talking to you on the phone but is this now just until uh up to the chase or is uh or do are we gonna have a presence on that car until the end of the season um, my understanding is it's till the end of the season. But, okay. But what I'd like to do is get my brother in here next week. Open invitation. Come and, on. And let him give as much detail about it as he wants to. Unless unless uh, Greg gets us three guests and kills all of our time. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 
I, uh, it, you know, we, I told Greg, we usually like to have one guest, and it gives us more time to talk about stuff. But, you know, he got us two great ones, and so I can't complain. We could have uh, went out in the parking lot and had some fried chicken while she was talking, and she'd never known we weren't here. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, but, man, what, a, what an entertaining guest. She is, and uh, I can, you know, Greg gets the best. We get yeah. nationally known people. I mean, you know, we get people that, uh, that you know, the networks would be... Uh, uh, envious of so. Uh, you got something you want to say? You look well, like you. Well, got, well got, I was talking about going to sponsor uh, Jeremy down here at Darlington. I hope it's on the left side instead of the right side because right side you get that Darlington stripe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll rub it right off. The Darlington stripe. If you don't know what that is, you'll learn about oh, it uh, over the next two days. I know enough about about it to know what that is. Well, <laughs> there's an awful lot of people think it's on the wall, but it's on the car. It's on the car. It's yeah. on the car. It's not the, the, they'll say Darlington Stripe, and they'll show all the marks on the wall when they ought to be showing all the marks on the side of the, the right side of the race car. So, anyway, not like it used to be when the, when it was a rail. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you know, and they got big blocks of styrofoam in the car now, and it's, it's not the same, but it's it, they do, there is a Darlington Stripe. I tell you, I got six minutes, and I got about 400 pages here I'm not even going to attempt to cover. So, let me just... Uh, Say that um, you know about Daytona last week. I don't have to recap that for you, but I will give you the um, the, uh, the points as they're going to start off. So they have reset the point standings, and here's the way it will be. Um, and they and the uh, stage points carry over too. That's still a tiebreaker, but um, actually everybody starts with two thousand points. That is in the chase. So Matt D. Benedetto has two thousand points. He didn't win a stage all year, so he's got two thousand points. Um, Kevin Harvick is first place in the standings with two thousand fifty-seven points because he's got fifty-seven stage points. So that's exactly how they rank these, and the way they're ranked of right now is uh, Kevin Harvick is first, Denny Hamlin is second with forty-seven uh, with. 2047, so in other words, he's 10 points behind. I'm not going to do the math on all of these. Keselowski's third with 2029. Logano was fourth with 2022. Chase Elliott is fifth with 2020. And I won't do the points, but it's Truex, Blaney, Alex Bowman is eighth, William Byron ninth, and boy, he's... I will say this about that Daytona race last year. He drove uh, last week. He drove a good race. He slammed it through openings that really weren't even there. And... um I think he uh, proved that he is a, a top-flight racer. And uh, not that he needed to prove it with his uh, his Xfinity record and everything, but uh, he's with the big boys now, and he, he earned that one because that was a demolition derby, and he didn't uh, he didn't back off from anybody. Tenth is Austin Dillon. Eleventh, Cole Custer. Twelfth, Eric Almarola. I still say he's going to win Talladega. I'm going to pick him in a couple of weeks. Uh, Clint Boyer's 13th. Kyle Busch looking for his first one of the year is 14th. And, you know, um, he's uh, he's only got three stage points. He's got 2,003 points in 14th. His brother's got 2,001 points in 15th. That's Kurt Busch. And as I said, Matt D. Benedetto didn't win any stages, and he's got 2,000 points. So that's the way they reset the standings. And uh, that race is the Southern 500, and that's our race. And... Uh, course it's got a very rich history cotton owens won that race bud moore or cotton owens won it with buddy baker cotton used to be on the pole all the time in the southern 500 and uh 
Bud Moore won it three times with Speedy Thompson, Buck Baker, and uh, Daryl Derringer. And, of course, as I mentioned last week and I mention all the time, Greg rode into Victory Lane with Daryl Derringer, Derringer that day in 1966. Uh, getting real close on time here. So we'll, I'll, we'll do the Xfinity. Uh, Jeremy Clements is 32 points behind um, Brandon Brown, and he's got... Um, Four races to make up 32 points. He's got a 26-point cushion over the next guy behind him, which is Matt Snyder. So I don't I don't think that's going to be a factor because he's been running considerably better than him lately. But Jeremy does need to come up with 32 points over the next four races to, uh, to get into that playoff. Of course, he could do it the easy way and win. And uh, actually... Um, I'm not really sure how well he runs at Darlington, but he runs good at Bristol. He runs good at Talladega, and the last one's on the Roval. Well, he runs good at Darlington because Darlington's a slick racetrack, and Jeremy he he grew up on dirt tracks here in the South. That's so, right. Uh, he's good. At, he's good at Darlington. Well, he's got three good. He's got four good chances to win a race, which would put all the point things you know out the window. That wouldn't be a factor. I got two minutes, so let me just do the television. And we'll forget about Indy and the trucks and all this. Oh, the WeatherTech, your brother's car is down at Road Atlanta on the outside front row. That's a six-hour race at Road Atlanta. It comes on TV. I'm going to touch on it right now at uh, 1130 this morning. Then there's a break in the action, and they're going to pick up the finish of the race. So let me just do the TV. Uh, Well, at 10 o'clock, the qualifying ended for Formula One, so that's over with. The WeatherTech uh, Sports Car Championship I was just talking about is 11.30 to 12.30 on NBCSN. Then they're going to uh, um, come back to it at 2.30 to 6. So you'll get the last uh, three and a half hours. Xfinity is at 12.30 as soon as we go off the air pretty much. And that's on NBC, the big station. That's in Darlington. Go, Jeremy. Go, uh, Fox Sports Spartanburg on the car. Uh, ARCA is tonight on MAV-TV from Lebanon, Indiana. And then tomorrow, Formula One at 9.05 on ESPN2. That's from Monza. Can't get more famous in, in, in Formula One than Monza in Italy. Um, the trucks run at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. And that's on uh, Fox Sports 1. And then NASCAR, the Southern 500, our race is on NBCSN at 6 tomorrow night. And... Uh, Great to have you on the show. I got 30 seconds. Come in anytime, Joe, and, uh, and bring your brother with you, and he can spell all of this out for us. Uh, good what? luck. Uh, well, not racing this weekend. Not racing this weekend, but we got Harris and got Travers rest tonight. Tomorrow afternoon, we got Cherokee Speedway, the big Hall of Fame race over at Cherokee Speedway. Well, that's big, and uh, uh, all you fans go out there. There's um, a lot of racing. The weather should be delightful. It's not all that hot today, and... Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a good weekend to be out doing something. Football's on the way too, so uh, we appreciate everybody listening to us today. And we had two great guests, Terry Labonte and Linda Vaughn. Greg, thanks for everything. Natalie, get our table ready. We're on the way to Applebee's, and by all means, keep your distance and keep it between the fences. You've been.
been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. We are Your home for bump and run weekday mornings at 7 is Fox Sports 1400. WSBG Spartanburg. Now on FM at 98.3.